0: asked Tony, uh, did you ever think Big Country would get together like this and, and play again? Yes. You always had the faith. Yeah. Why is
1: that? Um, quite simply, that the um, the music keeps keeps uh, keeps everything alive. I mean, you know, if it was a if different kind of thing we were doing, um, music transcends time and space. I mean, it's like for me, Big Country is quite an evergreen band, and. Um, The songs are huge, I think they're very special people and I know that it's something that Stuart Adamson would have liked his work to be still heard and um, considering that it's you know we're very 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 lucky to have Mike Peters come in and um, be as gracious as he is with with the way he performs, it's not taking the place of Stuart, it's very much celebrating Stuart Um, I think it allows the band very much so to carry on for those reasons that people want to hear the music and you know the music is still there and uh, the rest of the band is still alive so you know we, we carry on. Yeah. I, I, I always believe that there's always mitigating circumstances as to why things can't happen and obviously there had to be that time when you know probate and getting over Stuart not being with us and people having to find other work and things which you know we've all done different things and um, but all along I have believed that we would be able to come back um, even as we did as a three-piece, as a kind of testing the waters really um, to come and play together, between, particularly between me, Bruce and, and Tony wanting to work together still, that's kind of like the nucleus and then finding the right singer, which we found in Mike.
0: Yeah, because you did mm. actually put down some new some new tracks a couple of years ago.
1: Yes we did, um, and uh, we're coming up with ideas all the time. I mean, the the, the process of being in a band doesn't stop, you know as a musician, you're always thinking music. You're always thinking songs, and um, this is no different. Uh, you know, it is, it is very tragic that Stuart's no longer with us, um, but it's you know, it's a bit like a football team. You have to carry on playing. The, the team doesn't the the team doesn't suddenly stop. You know, it's, it's still a great team, and uh, where well there's life, there's hope, and um, we carry on. Mm. Mm. So. In terms of Stuart not
0: being here, is the is the writing process uh, a different dynamic now than it was, or was it always the
1: whole band? I think the dynamic's together? the same, um, other than uh, you know that the personality and the sheer you know brilliance of Stuart is, is going to be missed. Um, but then we have that in Mike as well. You know, um, it's not going to be the same, but it will be uh, it will still be very good, and it will be the best we can ever be. Um the dynamics are the same, you know, writing comes from all different sources. You can suddenly have somebody's got an idea of a complete song. Um, you can then chip in and change it. Somebody's got part of songs and we link songs together. And we all we all generally write together, we always have done. Through you know, even even now on this little tour we're doing at the moment, we've we've got a, a riff came out of a sound check, that's now turned into a new song. Um Mike's got a song, an idea that he blended with Bruce's idea and me and Tony chipped in and that And yes that was yesterday and that's almost another full blown song, things, things can happen very quickly or very slowly but in big country when there's an idea it normally comes together pretty quick if you're labouring something we normally put it on the back burner for a while and it's never wasted because at some point we can string them together a lot of our songs were bolting on a chorus from another song and a, an idea from another one and that hasn't changed Yeah. Um,
0: I was at the uh, gig at Cambridge mm. last night, in uh, up towards the front, and I overheard some some guys talking who hadn't seen Big Country mm. since uh, Stuart passed away, yeah. and they were they were very unsure as to as to what would happen, and mm. the,
1: the audience was very quiet to start with. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it varies, you know. It, it, it's quite it's funny when you do, and Great Britain's actually a quite small country in the great scheme of things when you look at the size of Australia or you know Canada and America but it, it does very it changes very quickly not only do the accents change very quickly as you move not many miles but the way the audience reacts very differently in different areas and um, whether it's because it's a, a college town or whether the audience were a little bit older it, it doesn't matter the, the intent and the um, joy of seeing us was very clear there but they express themselves in in more of a reserved, listening, appreciative way, rather than um, you know go further up north and more celebratory, to let their hair down more. They go a little bit more mad. It doesn't matter. The, the, the result is the same. They still go back, going well. Wow, it was brilliant. I'll come again because I know we played great. Um, and there are there is a generation that haven't seen the band, and there are cynics as well that say you know it's all over because Stuart's not here and and um, uh, you know. It will never be the same. If you say it's going to be the same, then then they're right. But it's not the same. But it is still Big Country, um, and that's that's why it still works. I've got to say too that those guys who were doubtful as mm. to how uh, the the gig would be were the ones that were jumping the most about halfway through. Yeah, it's, you know. So I I don't like to read some of the entries on the Big Country forum, but now and again I do and have a look in there and. Um, You do get the diehards that say, "I will never go to a big country gig." It's a little bit sticking your head in the sand because, you know, like I said, it's like I can't really compare it to anything else other than like a football team. If if one player gets you know gets injured, not even dies, you don't stop the game and say we're going to disband the club with all the great history you have, and you, you you carry on. You do the best you can, and that's what we're doing. I'm not the only fan that's no, come from it, Australia. but it's great uh, to see you come that far. There are other
0: fans from Australia. I've yeah. bumped into some from the States as well. How do you, how do you feel about Big Country's Appeals still stretching that far?
1: Yeah, you know, we're in our little bubble here, I suppose, in the UK, and um, it always, always amazes me that there's people that come uh, a long way away. Because uh, I'm in the band, you know, I'm involved in a different aspect of it, you know, from the inside. But to see people coming from afar, like yourself, and um, knowing the warmth there is around all corners of the globe in little pockets, um, it's amazing. I, I have to pinch myself sometimes and think, you know, I can't believe I'm in a band that has that kind of appeal. You know, um, yeah, I'm very grateful to see people come, and, and it shows that even after all this time, um, you know, people want to still come see the band. And of course, there's areas we've never been. We've never been to Australia. We did a video there got close to Australia. Yeah and I was very disappointed we never went there you know Um, it was just there's always a reason why things don't happen and uh, it was pretty much um, the fact the band was toured out a little bit you know from the early days of The Crossing Um, and family commitments particularly with Stuart he had a lot of family uh, commitments that he hadn't dealt with by being basically on the road at the time he had his first child and um, being away from home You know and under normal circumstances as much as this glamorous touring is always still hard work i wouldn't swap it for any other job but it still worked nevertheless and um you know particularly with stuart um he needed to take some time out and catch up with his family yeah it certainly Um, seemed that you weren't suffering from burnout at the time because you went straight from big country to the cult didn't you that's right i mean i'm i'm not married that's the thing I i don't have any children but um you know I do have a diverse discography, if you like. I'm constantly working with other people. Purely because I see it as one big orchestra. Um, big Country is my home. It's, it's what I developed my style within my drumming, particularly playing with Tony, Tony Butler. In the early days with Simon Townsend, and then we supported the skids, and then we stayed together as a rhythm section with Pete Townsend. And then, um, you know, my style got recognised, which I'm very grateful for, in Big Country, where I was able to really be myself. It's very, very unlike most band drummers now would probably have their hands tied, which is try and play a certain way or they look towards copying somebody. But I literally was just making it up as I went along, enjoying the fact I had a lot of freedom on the drums, particularly with Steve Lillywhite allowing my big drum sound to happen, you know. Um, and, and he used to just encourage me. I mean, some of the songs, particularly the 12 Inches, is actually me playing along before I start the song. He would give me. 30 seconds to me to play what I want with a click and then they'll put it into the song as for a 12 inch. So I was able to really free myself up by taking the song and thinking what else can I do to make it interesting now I'm playing on my own so it's almost like doing a little drum solo within playing to the song that it would add to the 12 inch mixes which gave the drums a very interesting twist because you had that kind of marching thing Um, and of course with the Cult um, I knew that you get to know other bands and different people and uh, Nigel Preston was very ill at the time, um, and um, they had an album ready to be recorded um, in um, Farnham, uh, and uh, I got short notice call to go down and just, you know, minimal, routine, and went straight down there with um, uh, Pete Brown, producer, I think it was, mm. uh, another friend of Steve Lederwhite's and basically I cut the songs as I heard them, you know, as I start the drums and finish them, it's like fresh ideas and I normally work best when when the songs are played to me and I've got the most creative ideas and um, producers at work with me tend to let me get away with that because most of them you start with ideas and they beat you down with less there, less there and you start off trying to make a round hole and it ends up square you know? <laughs> but I'm very lucky and I've gone on to do a lot of other things um, which I'm very proud, I've got a lot of history with uh, Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey um, and a lot of other acts that um, I generally don't tour with but I do studio albums with then I get a call to do the touring and it's generally been that the big country are busy and I can't take that time out to do the touring but I've done some stuff with Fish on the Road from Meridian. Um I tour with Midyear, I tour with From the Jam um, but uh, normally it's studio work. Um, yeah so I'm still doing other stuff. Mm. Last night
0: was uh, would have been Stuart's 53rd mm. birthday, uh, emotional night for you?
1: Well, yeah. It's, every big country gig's an emotional night. It's, it's. It, it, sometimes I don't have time to think. When I'm, when I'm in the zone playing the songs, I'm not thinking of. Oh, I wish Stuart was here. Oh, I wish. Uh, I wonder what, what's going on at home. I wonder. You know, I'm thinking of. Um, I get into a zone. I can't explain it. I get into a, a place where um, it's unique that I sit and um, one after the other the songs are coming out, and I'm reliving what I want to put into those songs from the day I put the original drum tracks down, I'm tapping back into that moment and I don't have really much time to think or to dwell or anything like that it's only when we go into the gaps of the songs and then Mike explains what's going on and I feel it like, no I, I feel it like obviously like the audience do except I have more poignancy for the fact I spent so long with him and it was like losing a member of my family so for that moment obviously I I thought of Stuart and um, you know uh, Think of him, and um, like anyone else, he's always on my mind, particularly particularly not particularly when i 'm playing, but when i 'm not playing. I know that sounds really strange, but but it's um you're in a different place when you play uh, but it, 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 to a certain extent, because I knew Stuart so well, I know he would be looking down, smiling, saying, "Great, give it hell tonight, guys you know I know that, so. I might, I, I'm, I'm very happy to play the songs and not feel too like I'm dwelling or remorseful or you know. Do you know what I mean? There's not, there's not, there's not. Uh, I'm not overwhelmed with sadness or anything. I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with joy that he's brought that to the to me and, and what we have now. Yeah. You know, somebody asked me yesterday, "What do I miss most about Stuart? And I said, "I miss Stuart, That's the answer because I can't say most. It was the man himself. Yeah. It was the sum of everything. So. If that helps to explain it.